How to pick the best orchestra seats. Four steps to finding your perfect spot for a symphony concert. By Jeremy D. Cuevas for the Fort Collins Symphony. What are the best seats for an orchestra concert? With over a thousand seats available at the Lincoln Center in Fort Collins, Colorado, and many venues seating far more, the question of where the best seats for an orchestra concert is important. For anybody visiting a symphony for the first time, the task of picking your perfect seat can be daunting. What do these numbers mean? Where does it sound the best? I can only afford the cheap seats. Are they really bad? Is this the front row or the back row? That one's actually happened to me before. I once went to a concert in St. Louis thinking that I'd purchase seats in the last row, only to find out that they were actually seats for the front row. If you've ever had a tough time deciphering the hieroglyphs on a seating chart like I have, then you're not alone. Today, we're going to explore everything to consider to get the best orchestra seats for you. Step one, price. Price may be our first indicator of the quality of seat, but it's definitely not the last. In fact, it may be the least important factor in your seat buying decisions. The first and most important lesson about picking the best orchestra seat for you is that the price is only one of many factors. The most expensive seats in a hall could be the best or the worst seats for you. It all depends on the view, sound, and experience that you want. The most expensive seats are usually found in the middle of the hall. The sound in the middle tends to be a little better, and the view is pretty good. The cheapest seats are usually found in the front and last rows, or far off to the side. The sound there tends to be just a little worse, and the view is more extreme. What's important to know is that most halls will design their prices based on the popularity of the seats. Most people want to sit in the middle, fewer people want to sit on the sides, in the front row or the last row. So seats in the middle are more expensive, and seats to the side, front, and back are less expensive. But this assumes that you want a standard view, sound, and experience at the symphony. So let's dig into these three factors and see what speaks to you. Step two, consider your view. The most important factor for many people is the view that you'll have for the concert. While your seating does affect the sound of the orchestra somewhat, that impact is not nearly as dramatic as the different views that you can get. While the music fills the hall, your eyes are stuck on your head. If there's a soloist playing with the orchestra, your choice of seating has an even bigger impact on what you can see in here. I like to sit up close to see every detail of a soloist's performance. But if you do this, then you'll also be sitting up close for the entire concert. With a piano soloist sitting slightly to the left will allow you to see their hands dancing across the keys, while sitting to the right will allow you to see their face and their expressions better. Since the orchestra is such a diverse group of instruments and the range of views is so vast, it's exciting to experiment with different ways to see everybody. Try sitting in the last row, then try sitting in the first row. You can go to the concert early and walk around and look at the different views around the hall. It's always a different experience to see and hear the full orchestra together in front of you versus sitting just below the incredible musicians on stage to see their fingers and their faces up close. Next time you're at the hall, take a few minutes before the concert to walk to all the different sections. See which views you find more interesting than others. 
Number three, sound. Sound is obviously an important factor for your best orchestra seats. The orchestra is an audible organization, after all. The sound of each hall in different spots will be different, though, so it's not easy to generalize. This is where the consideration of price comes into more effect. If you're a sound junkie, then usually going for the expensive seats will provide a good blend of the full orchestra's sound and view. Even better, find out where the sound booth is in the hall and sit near it. The technician or the lights may be a slight distraction if you're sitting behind the sound booth, but most halls will put their sound booths in the optimal listening area. If you're going for the detailed view of the first few rows, then some sounds from the orchestra will be more prominent than others. Here the strings will usually dominate because you're just closer to them, and the woodwinds and brass may be a bit quieter. If you want a detailed view or really love string instruments, that's going to be a good spot for you. If you want the full view of sitting farther back, then you may find that the strings are less loud and the brass and percussion are more prominent, or that the overall loudness of the orchestra is a bit less because you're farther away. You'll also lose some details as the sound blends together more, especially if it's a particularly reverberant hall. But this is sometimes the best place to sit for large pieces with a full orchestra and choir. Since each hall is different, this one may take some more experimentation. For most people, the differences in sound around the hall are not really noticeable, unless you're in the far extremes like the front or the last rows. Again, if sound quality is your primary concern, then you'll probably want to head for the middle of the hall. But don't forget about step number four, your experience. The experience you want to have is the final indicator of where you should sit. Whether you're looking for a relaxing evening out or to be fully enraptured in the experience of live orchestral music makes a big difference. Sitting farther back or to the side or in a less dense section of the hall will make for a more relaxed evening. These spots are nice for date nights or for new symphony goers because the intensity of the experience is lower. The physical space between you and the stage and between you and others in your section makes it easier to relax and just to have a good time. Plus, the general blend of the hall tends to sound good in these spots. These seats are usually found in the lower and middle-priced areas of the hall. On the other hand, sitting close to the stage or surrounded by other patrons will help make your evening more vivid. These spots are great if you'd like more active experience or to meet and interact with new people. Being physically close to the orchestra means that you can see and hear every detail, and being physically close to others makes it harder to get distracted. There's a certain magic to being in the middle of a crowd during a concert. Just be sure not to strike up a conversation until intermission. These seats can be found in the front few rows, and in the more dense sections like the middle of the hall. Now that you've identified your view, sound, and experience you're after, there are just a few more practical considerations to consider as you explore the seating map. Section density is important when you're talking about the experience you'd like at the symphony concert, and we mentioned it already. This is simply the concentration of how many other people are sitting near you. Popular sections have a higher density. If you want to be in the thick of it, surrounded by others, enjoying the concert as much as you, then head for the popular sections. Otherwise, many people like a lower section density, 
it's easier to have a more private night if your section is almost empty. So lower density seating is great for dates and small groups of friends, or if you just like a little bit of privacy. Unfortunately, this factor is difficult to control, but you can take a few steps to guarantee it either way. If you're looking for lower section density, then the extremes to the front, back, or sides of the hall will usually have fewer people in them. You can also talk to the box office about moving your seats on the day of the concert if you'd like to experiment with a new section. After going to a few concerts, it'll be clear which sections of the hall are usually more empty than others. Then you can plan better for your new preferences. To aisle or not to aisle. Once you know the general area you like to sit in, then it's time to decide on your aisle preference. Most people like the extra room and freedom of an aisle. But since there are fewer aisles, they're in higher demand and may even cost extra in some halls. On the other hand, people have to step over you if you sit on the aisle. You may have to stand up again and again so people can step over you again and again. So a lot of people actually prefer to sit in the center of a section where you can sit, stay, and relax for a while. Similarly, consider if you'd like to be close to the lobby or the restroom. It's much easier to sneak out to the bathroom or hit the bar once intermission hits if you're on an aisle just a few feet away from the lobby. If you really want the best seats, talk to the box office. Now that you've finished this article, you are in an exclusive club. You're one of the few people on Earth who understands that price is only one of many factors to consider when picking your perfect symphony seats. You know now how to pick the best seats for you. Now that you know the view, sound, and experience you'd like, the final step is buying your tickets. If you have any questions left or just want a second opinion, then consider the box office, your final concierge for the perfect experience. These fine folks can help you pick the best seat at the best price for you. They know their hall better than anybody. Plus, they usually have a sense of what other people say about different sections of the hall. They're the ultimate in-crowd, and they are there to help. With all these tools, you're now prepared to pick your perfect seats with confidence. If you enjoyed this guide, please join the other classical music lovers around the world and support the Fort Collins Symphony by making a donation through coloradogives.org. Your support helps us to continue performing great music and preparing the best guides for helping you get the most out of your classical music experience. You can stay up to date with FCS by joining our mailing list. We also offer many of our live concerts virtually, both through live streaming and webcast replays, so you can join us for a concert no matter where you live. Please see our events page for upcoming live and virtual concerts. Finally, let us know what you thought of this podcast. Send us a message on our contact page. The links for all of these are in the podcast show notes.